Welcome back to another great episode of the Season Centurions. I'm here with my good old pal, with my brother Joey. Yeah, how's it going, everybody? And we're back to review the most recent two episodes of Mandalorian, which is episode 13 and 14? Yes, yes, okay. 13 and 14, yes. Yeah. Right, make sure. Yeah, my math is off. But yeah, no, um, this is probably the two best episodes we ever had. I was gonna say that right before you said it. I was, uh, these are definitely, like, uh, the two like big episodes of the season mm -hmm. i think um one because last week's episode has uh ahsoka tano she shows up mm -hmm. played by rosario, rosario dawson uh which i mean i'll get i'll get a bit more into this as we get along but i thought it was pretty good yeah there's a i'll say this right now um uh, the way that episode was directed was probably the best one i think it was directed by dave filoni right I think so. Mm -hmm. And this week's episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, and I got some things to say in which, like, he clearly tells Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't lie. As I was watching some, some of the action, I'm like, this seems familiar. <laughs> but, uh, quality seems very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, let's go, uh, let's go over a quick rundown of last week's episode, which is a Soka Thomas episode. I think it's, uh, the episode's called The Jedi. I want to say yes. Um, yeah, just a quick, quick little search there for, for yourself. Yeah, but yeah, basically this episode, you know, is following up on Mando uh, going to the uh, planet of uh, uh, name planet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but basically, he goes there to meet Ahsoka Tano, who he hers you know who he knows is, is a at least someone who probably is a jedi to you know deliver baby yoda to and by the way we do get a, an actual official name for baby yoda now so yeah or yeah his name is grogu yeah grogu to the disappointment of so so many i mean I'm, i don't really care it's at least i got a name yeah so this officially ends baby yoda as a name for for the for young grogu yeah yeah it's grogu now yeah yeah. people are going to still call him Baby Yoda? Um, a lot of people are probably it's still going to call him. a huge number. Yeah, I mean, the marketing uh, for Mandalorian has, like, toys for Baby Yoda as the child, but I'm, you know, like, listen, I think everyone will probably disagree on calling him Baby Yoda, but in canon, his name is Grogu. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, um, it's a very interesting this episode, right? Yeah, it's very interesting, because, like, for one... And this is what I mean by the way it's shot. It's it's sort of reminiscent of old school uh, Japanese samurai films because it's basically if, if you don't know the history of Star Wars, Star Wars is heavily inspired by the movie The Hidden Fortress. In fact, that this episode is a, I won't I won't say shot to shot, but it borrows heavily from uh, that movie. Yeah, from the way the the sets are designed, the the atmosphere. The forest, the fog, and the fact that Jedi's are basically samurais. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's sort of. Yeah, it, I feel like there was a whole story about what where the name Jedi came from. Jedi but, Becky. Yeah, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. That's a little uh, news, uh, you know, trivia for you if you ever want to ever go to one of those trivia bar crawls, whatever. Yeah. So you know, basically, the story here is that Ahsoka Tano is trying to get the magistrate of this little small town because mm -hmm. she has information that Sokotana wants uh, 
and Mando obviously comes by because he wants to find Ahsoka Tano. Because mm, so, that's the Jedi that was offered to him. Yeah, so, and the magistrate sort of offers uh, Mando a spear made of pure Beskar mm. as a reward to kill the Jedi, this Ahsoka Tano, which, yeah. uh, which obviously Mando doesn't do. He uses it instead to just get to her and deliver the child so that way, you mm. know, he can sort of, like, finish his mission of returning uh, Grogu mm. to uh, his his people. Which I was going to say, Rosario Dawson has um, Ahsoka Tano. Well, as an older Ahsoka Tano, is really good. It's one of the things that I, like, I really enjoyed seeing ever. Even though personally I feel like Ahsoka Tano, while I do love her character, I feel like it's too... Um, I don't know. I like the idea that Luke was the last Jedi around the time. But knowing that there was like Ahsoka Tano, maybe even others, kind of like kills that sort of thought for me but i'm fine but you know it's fine I'm, it's fine I'm, I'm glad to see her at the same time yeah i get that sentiment because uh, luke was supposed to be the last jedi um like you know and he you know at the end of you know episode six he, it was the return of the jedi mm-hmm. he himself returned as a, as a jedi um so yeah i can definitely understand that sentiment mm-hmm. but at the same time I, I i guess in lore uh technically ahsoka doesn't consider herself a jedi mm-hmm. right because she, she's sort of more mm-hmm. like a, a gray jedi kind of thing mm-hmm. he even has great lightsabers and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh definitely a lot of nods to other stuff too because uh you know obviously mando wants her to like take grogu mm-hmm. and uh train him so that way he can use the force properly and uh, she starts to sort of do some tests on him, and she sort of realizes that uh, he's has a lot of anger in him mm-hmm. and fear. And she's like, "I knew somebody like that once, and it did not end well." Clearly, not to Anakin. Yeah, and the stuff that he's he eventually does. Yeah, so she's very. Which, he- which is another thing we find out that he was part of the order, that he was uh, at Coruscant during Order sixty six. Yeah, like he was around uh, at the time of the prequels which makes sense because he's like 100 years old yeah he's like yeah i think like i think closer to 80 but yeah he's he's super old so mm. it, 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 it makes sense that like in theory that yeah baby yoda would have been around that time but obviously you know he's a baby mm. um so it's that, for that species for that species so he probably wouldn't really remember much of that stuff mm. so yeah so he got some training maybe from yoda himself who knows well, we know that he that Anakin missed a kid. Yeah, definitely missed a kid. To be fair, uh, I mean, you see Baby Yoda inside that little pod, so maybe he was in the pod the entire time, and he was just sent out somewhere. Yep. They're like, oh, shit, Anakin's coming. Yeah. You know, Anakin and a bunch of clone troopers are coming, and they kill all the Jedi in the Jedi Temple. Mr. Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Commit atrocities of war. So, <laughs> so many atrocities. I mean, he's Darth Vader at that point, so you gotta make him evil, right? Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but um, basically, she's sort of hesitant to train Grogu. She's sort of like, I don't want to do that. And she sort of uh, tells Mando to basically, um, in order, basically as sort of a, uh, well, I mean, first of all, like, Mando uh, makes a deal, right? To, like, help her get to the mm-hmm. magistrate. Because he's sort of like, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to, like, kill you for the best car because I want you to take it, uh, Grogu. 
mm. figure and uh so you're having issues with well, you want to call him baby yoda yeah yeah because he was a force of habit we've mm-hmm. we've been it's been a year of just saying baby yoda it's it's gonna it's gonna take some time to just call him grogu mm-hmm. i'll yeah. do my best though mm-hmm. my very best but yeah no grogu yeah so he, mando wants grogu to train under someone yeah someone it's his mission yeah, because he knows that uh, he he says it himself he he knows he can't provide the training necessary for Grogu to control mm-hmm. the Force properly, so he wants someone to do that. So he sort of cuts a deal with Ahsoka Tano to be like, "Hey, listen, I'll help you take out the Magistrate, you know, and you have to like train." Yeah, yeah. you have to do something about him. Yeah, which he agrees to, and they go in, you know, and it very much becomes both the Western and Samurai film at the same time. Yeah, you got, you know, Mando doing his gunslinger stuff, Ahsoka Tano doing some awesome Jedi stuff. Which can I say, uh, I think I forgot to mention this, even the Magistrate's home is very Japanese. Yeah, like, the outside is, uh, you know, very desolate, very sort of gray and stuff, but you get into her little palace and stuff, and it's very, yeah, super, like... She has a koi farm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's very, like, Japanese-themed, which is, uh, you know, definitely leans into that hidden mm-hmm. fortress uh, inspiration and stuff. Um, I mean, heck, uh, she has a fight with Ahsoka Tano, and it's very sort of uh, interesting with her using the Beskar spear, mm-hmm. um, which I actually did not. I, I guess I kind of forgot that uh, Beskar is immune to like the Jedi like, lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it, I like how everyone's getting the question. So, which is stronger, Beskar, vibranium, adamantium? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I'll, realistically, like, I mean, how would you compare that stuff to, like, uh, I don't know, like, what, what's the closest thing to, like, a lightsaber in the Marvel Universe? There's a, uh, there's a lot of magic there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that, that too, like, in theory, like, um, is uh, would being affected by magic be a thing, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, anyways, um, they have a whole fight, mm. Um, and something that, like, was actually super interesting to me was when she, when Ahsoka Tano beats the Magistrate, because she's, like, wants information on her master, mm-hmm. and it turns out, uh, her, uh, the Magistrate's master is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another deep cut. Yeah, that is also a deep cut, which, uh, I, uh, to briefly explain, he was a... Uh, uh, a legends character as in like well he also showed up in rebels well i was gonna say that yeah. like he, he showed up in like the expanded lore like before uh disney bought uh star wars and you know decided to get rid of all the expanded universe stuff as canon stuff but Admiral grant Admiral grant thrawn uh uh he was he was brought in into the rebels fold mm-hmm sort of like bringing him back into the canon in a sense which is uh which i think a lot like of people he was so badass that he like we can't ignore him yeah like because he's like one of the few uh empire generals who's not like a like a human based kind of dude yeah and also like he was one of the ones that like like the moment the emperor fell he was like okay like we just gotta do this this and this and we'll take over we'll be fucked like like he knew what to do if anything went bad. Yeah, yeah. He's he was he's like a t- he's like super tactical, right? Yeah, he like he's short power. Yeah. So uh, 
yeah that's kind of like interesting i wonder if this will set up because i'm i mean at that point i was wondering when i was watching the episode like so are this is this going to be like a way for them to set up a ahsoka tano like solo like mini series on disney plus people have speculated that i mean because one i mean you have rosario dawson as ahsoka tano and yeah. uh i don't see them not having her play that character mm-hmm. in live action like not to have her do stuff with as her mm-hmm. in future live action yeah and stuff. The, another thing you that we've that before we uh, forget to mention is that she that at the end of rebels it's like thrawn sort of went through this weird i don't know yeah, there's space, like some, yeah. Moon, space whale bullshit. Yeah, yeah, there's like weird space whale stuff. Like he, he, Ezra was in it, and yeah, most people speculate he's trying to find Ezra, and I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Rebels, but sure. If I mean, you know, yeah, like if there's probably a way to like make it slightly more interesting for you, would you like? Oh, yeah, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, I didn't okay. hate Ezra. I'm just like, yeah. Okay. I'd much rather have uh, Jalen Merrick. The Apprentice? Yeah. Yeah. He was the best. Maybe one of these days Disney will somehow try to fit The Apprentice into canon somehow. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. We'll make him down the line. Make a, make a movie out of him. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I know, I, for me, this episode is probably the, like one of the best things I've seen in a while from Star, from Star Wars. It's like one of those things where I'm like, Oh, gee. oh, yeah, this is why I like Star Wars. It draws heavily from Japanese, you know, Japanese samurai films, and also be a little bit of Western. And it's, like I said, it's one of the best episodes because, like, one, the action is great. Two, this, you're engaged from, from the get go. The cinematography is, is, is great. Like, especially when Ahsoka's in the mist, you know, attacking yeah. you know, the enemies. I was like, oh, that's. Like, that's just, cool. like, coming in, sta- like. Which, cut, which, cut. which is why I'm talking about getting married because, like, I remind me of that. Uh, was a, I think it was one of the trailers for. Force Unleashed too. Yeah, yeah. Where, like where like he gets out and like it's he's in the shadows and he just turns on his lights are on and off. And everyone's just shooting and then like he turns it off. Like he comes in like a goddamn uh horror ca- like a slasher film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that was that was great. Yeah. And seeing that and seeing Ahsoka do that was just like cherry on top. I do remember the last time we talked about Mandalorian episodes and you're a bit worried about uh like if, if if we were going to see a subtitle, were we going to see some over-the-top Jedi stuff, so... Yeah, no. And thankfully, we didn't see anything over-the-top. Um, this is usually when I think, when I'm saying over-the-top, I mean kind of like the stuff you would see in um, the prequels, you know, the, the high jumps, the, yeah, yeah. The, the crazy acrobatics. Yeah. You know, they, kind of, they kind of kept it really down, and, you know, down to earth. Made it, I guess it made it feel more like a samurai film, stuff that you would see in sort of the original trilogy. Rather than uh, something crazy out there like the prequels. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I definitely uh, uh, think, yeah, the action for Ahsoka Tano was really good. Um, and, and of course, I mentioned a lot of the, uh, the fight between her and the magistrate at the end, which also was pretty good. Uh, I think it's sort of the, the big highlight of, of the episode. Um, as well as uh, 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 sort of like there's an interesting moment with. Uh, Mando and uh, Grogu, you know, where he's like trying to get him to like show off that he can use the Force in front of Sokotano, and he doesn't do it until he sh- he gives him like the little ball that he's always mm-hmm. messing with on the ship. He's like, take the ball, and then he uses the Force to grab it. Yeah, it was very, very much a dad moment there. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like a dad moment. It's like you can do it, you can do it, son. Oh, I'm proud of you, son. 
He's like, yeah, see, I told you you can do it. Yeah, and like, I think I think that's another thing. Is like we're we're definitely gonna get to the part where will Mando be okay with just leaving the child? Has he become too attached? Yeah, yeah, that's certainly a uh, I think a story beat that might be a uh, um uh foreseen, and uh, I don't know uh potentially at the end of this season because mm-hmm. more than likely we have two more episodes, right? Um, I think it's um. Yeah, two more episodes. Um, but yeah, um, it definitely shows that there is a dynamic, especially because the Soja Kano tells Mando that he, he seems like uh, uh, Grogu uh, mm-hmm. seems to like the, uh, seems to be able to use the Force more comfortably in front of Mando, mm-hmm. right? So uh, yeah, and I you know the whole episode ends with them liberating the town, um, and uh, Mando being told by Soja to go to a specific uh, place. Pacific planet. Yeah, where there's a mountain that he needs to climb mm-hmm. and place Grogu on the top of that helps him connect to the Force. And from there, Grogu will basically decide whether he wants to be trained by a Jedi mm-hmm. or if he decides, you know, not to go down that path, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, and that pretty much sums up the whole the whole episode, episode 13. Um, Joey, you're going to do a quick rating? Uh, quick rating. I would say this is like a nine point five out of ten. This is. I'm on around a nine. Yeah. This is like really freaking good. This, like, this is like this is this is what I want. Yeah. So, not to say all the past few episodes were bad, but they were pretty. Um, they're pretty, you know, like standard. All right, you mm-hmm. know, it's like okay, we're getting back into the swing of these things. Mm-hmm. But here we like here like stuff has like there is like a lot of. Like, uh, good action, great sort of uh, storytelling, great cinematography, just everything just really blends in together for mm-hmm. this episode. So, yeah, it's just really, really, like, knocks it out of the park. It's sort of, we get progression of the plot, we also get, like, a, you know, nod to the Hidden Fortress in this episode. So, you know, it's it's all, it's all come together. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all making sense now. And now we go into the next episode, which we will keep it like low in spoilers, because by the time this episode's out, you know the the it's been like what two three days, mm-hmm. so we want to keep at least a light spoilers in there. Yeah. So in this episode, yeah, we start off with Mando coming to the uh, place, and we find out that he's been followed. We already know he's being followed by the Empire, but turns out he's also followed by someone else, someone yep. that we were. Considering how they're going to introduce this character, also it turns out another character is actually alive. Yeah, another character from the last season, from your least favorite episode. Uh, yeah. If you remember, if if anyone remembers what what you said was your least favorite episode of last season, yeah, it was. Been, uh, uh, that character has returned. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm not saying who, but you'll know when you know. Yeah, and basically, it sort of becomes a big, and not only do they sort of show up and want something from Mando. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Empire, uh, or the Empire remnants, I should say, uh, have finally tracked Mando down and uh, launch a huge sort of operation to take him uh, to take him out and take uh, Grogu. Mm-hmm. So it sort of just becomes like, in, like... The first half is sort of just like uh, Mando just trying to like get Grogu to sort of like, you know, activate... The things mm-hmm. that way you can like start meditating and do stuff. Um, with the second half being just a giant guns fight, 
Oh yeah, and remember, this is directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, influences. These, especially in terms of cinematography and some of the shots in the action, where you can kind of like see that uh, Robert Rodriguez sort of uh, flavoring to it. I was for me, it was gonna be like um, the fact that it looks very um, low budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I would definitely say that because there are certain shots where uh, the character in question that comes to Mando to take yeah. something from him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like certain shots where he's like hitting people with like a sort of a, like a mace looking mm-hmm. thing, and it looks very sort of uh, uh, I get yeah, a bit low budget. Um, but in terms of like sort of like the aesthetic, not in terms of like actually using like a fucking mm-hmm. uh fifty dollar camera or whatever. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> no, not that. Not it's, that. It's, it's, it looks good. Yeah, like if you were, I, I guess. If you were to like watch something like uh, Machete, yeah, like with Danny Trejo, like like in the action scenes in that, you can kind of see a similar sort of vibe, like mm-hmm. to some of the Spy action kids. Kids. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, no, Spy Kids is more CG blown. Yeah, yeah, a bit more CG, and obviously, you know, very kid friendly. But yeah, yeah, it's because the moment I was like watching the action, I was like, man, this was like I'm watching one of those like fan made. Star Wars things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Like, whatever fan-made action stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, when I saw Robert Rodriguez, like, oh, there it is. I knew this looked familiar. Yeah, I was, like, very sort of, like, this has a similar feeling to me. I don't know where I've seen this before. And then the credits were when I see Robert Rodriguez's name. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And you notice him more than, than I do because you, you notice Robert Rodriguez's style. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's he's been around for a while, so you can if you look at like a lot of his stuff, you can really sort of get a sense of his sort of mm-hmm. uh, camera work. Yeah, his, yeah, and like for one, it's it's also kind of like tragic because it doesn't end well for anyone. Yeah, it, uh, like it, yeah, it, it, this is sort of a uh, very bad. Uh, day for mando in this episode mm-hmm. things do not go well and let's just say uh moff gideon is very pleased about the outcome of this very pleased very pleased about the outcome of there, the there was a moment i was like i was expecting this man to get like i always seen him as kind of like threatening but it was the moment where he was happy i'm like okay this is kind of comedic now <laughs> yeah yeah it's a little weird seeing this guy who's like very supposed to be serious being like actually like Oh ho ho! I'm happy. Like I just, knew, I just, I was just like one step away from getting that curly Q mustache. He was going like, <laughs> <laughs> my plans have succeeded, and uh, the episode sort of ends with Mando. I'll having... get you next time, He Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, all right. Yeah, okay, sorry. That's a, a He Man reference. Uh, I, I understood that reference. Um, yeah, no, um, so. The episode sort of ends with Mando sort of recouping, gaining some new allies, mm-hmm. and uh, which I gotta admit, like, you know, it's kind of cool. Who, who, who's, who's... Can we just say it? We'll just say it. Yeah. He's got Boba on his side. Yeah, he's got Boba on his side. Boba... I don't mean Boba the drink, I mean Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett came to be like, I want my armor back. It is, it is like, was it New Zealand accent? Yeah. And, that, and it was just like, oh, yeah, that's him. And then, like, we get to see him in the armor again, and, and you know, we made this joke earlier about are they finally gonna make Boba Fett a badass? 
because every time everyone says that he's a badass, and unless you haven't re- unless you haven't read any of the expanded lore or anything like that, or seen any of the shows as built as a kid or whatever, you're like, I mean, like you just only seen the movie. This is where he just happened. You know, he just gets eaten by a Sarlacc pit, like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and right. then he comes in and he's like, "Oh, yeah, no, he <laughs> he he tears up even without the armor, dude." He t- like just and when he gets the armor, he's like, "Oh, what's the point now?" Yeah, it, it's very sort of like, "Oh yeah, okay." If I if this was the boba I've seen watching the movies, then I would get absolutely understand why people love this character. Yeah, if if you only watch the movies. This is a treat for you because because everyone's like Boba's pretty cool. He looks cool. It's like I don't know. He 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 kind of got you know like shafted in the movies. This is like like this is like I think the premiere like Boba moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. But basically, the episode sort of ends with Mando having to recoup and trying to figure out how to uh, you know stop Moff Gideon from doing whatever mm-hmm. he needs to do. Yeah, and it's basically, I think the next few, the next episodes are gonna be like that scene from Rick and Morty, like you son of a bitch, I'm in. Oh, like a, it's gonna be like a big sort of heist, like uh, sort of thing where mm-hmm. like Mando decides to bring a bunch of people from like the last season to be like, I got a job, I'm gonna get this kid. It's like you son of a bitch, I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a good clip. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. Now that's uh, that's the uh, that's rule fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, now this one I'll give a nine point five. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm, I'm right up there with you. You know, it, it was so good. Yeah, like again, like another banger. Uh, granted, it doesn't have as much like I guess story significance as the last episode, but like it's it, 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 it's it's a good like bridging episode. Yeah, like it, 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 it's pretty much a direct follow up from the last episode. It builds upon like the stuff hinted at from last season and earlier in this season, mm-hmm. tying it all together. And now we sort of reach sort of a we're about to begin sort of the climax of mm-hmm. the, of the season where we're seeing the dominoes fall into place. Yeah, yeah, everything's sort of coming together, you know. Uh, and now we sort of see we're we're, we're probably going to see Mando pushed to his limits at this point. Yeah, he's gonna be do, he's gonna end up doing some stuff that he might not like. He might have to get around with it. Essentially, this is essentially one of the one. Well, this is this is the kind of thing I like about the writing. It's they keep the cast small enough so that way you know them enough, and it makes sense that why we're going back to this. Yeah, you want to you want I, I, don't get me wrong. I want Mando to also explore more of the space. Uh, of the outer rim, but it makes sense now that he's going back and forth because it's setting up this sort of situation. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at fort. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think this is probably on the shorter side because, like this, this recent episode is really, like I said, there's not much to talk about because it's just a lot of, it's a lot of action, and it's a good idea that they brought in Robert Rodriguez to do this because he is the action man. Absolutely. I mean, have you seen much of the? Oh my goodness. Yeah, a lot of action in that one. Oh yeah. So it only makes sense that uh, this this is for him. I will say, now that we're coming to the last two episodes, what do you think could happen? Do you think Grogu would will eventually be another Jedi by the end of the season, and who could it be? Well, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. It, 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 it's gonna be interesting. I don't think. 
Alright, let's just say this out loud. I don't think Luke's gonna show up. Nope. I don't think... Mark Luke... Hamill is too damn old. Well, yeah, Mark Hamill is too damn old. I mean, they could do some weird, like, uh, young Luke CG stuff that they did. Some in... people say Sebastian Stan is young Luke. Sebastian Stan? I'm like a uh, Luke uh, a couple years after Return of the Jedi kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we gotta think about the time frame, though. Yeah, I know. It's been a couple years after the Empire Swamp. Um, years or weeks or months? One of the two. Yeah, one of the two. Um, yeah. Um, if if Grogu decides to go with another Jedi, it could just be like just a random Jedi uh, that hasn't been really mentioned that much in the, uh, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. In the lore, yeah. you know, um, I mean, it could be a Sugatano, possibly. I mean, I feel like they could write 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 around that stuff because realistically, no one uh, kind of knows what happened after, you know, Rebels, and I mean, we kind of know what's happening with her now in Mandalorian, but that's set up after the end, mm-hmm. uh, set in between Return of the Jedi, and you know, uh, it's. I don't know if it's confirmed if she's dead or not by the time of. The, the sequel trilogy starts mm-hmm. so yeah it, it could be interesting and i think the main reason why i say not luke is just because it'd be kind of weird yeah to have like the implication of like grogu being there uh being one of luke's uh apprentices and then uh uh kylo and all the knights of ren mm. thing going on would they it's kind of a uh, Oh. Well, it's, it's weird because, like, it, even in the movies, when they pull, this is one of the you know the negatives we eventually have to realize for the Star Wars movies is they've always been focused on this one specific family. Mm, yeah. So we kind of don't even know the rest. Like, for all we know, Ahsoka's probably was around during the, the First Order. Possibly, yeah. I mean, we just don't know. Yeah. Because we're just so focused on Ben Solo, Rey, and all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Then rather than you know focusing on all of that, but you know, you know, personally, I, I like to see some other ones as I from Star Luke. You know, maybe Ezra's still around. Maybe he could do it. Yeah, that would be kind of an interesting sort of. Uh... And if you played the uh, Fallen Order game, Cal Kessick. Right. Yeah, we have Cal. Yeah, I forgot about and that. I forget her name, but the 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 chick that was helping him out. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember her too. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that could be kind of a neat tie-in as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing, like, I mean, yeah, we say Luke is the last Jedi, but in reality, there is no last Jedi because you can be born with the power, apparently. Well, yeah, midichlorians, you know, they they show up, right? You know. Yeah, they even mention it here in the show. Yeah, they do mention it in in the show uh, as a, like what the uh, yeah. MI count or something. Yeah. Uh, MC count or something. Yeah, something like that. Like. So, which is, you know, pretty funny to me, at least. Like, you it's... Know, the, we you still, know what? What? They bring in, uh... Gellin Merrick. <laughs> I don't know why it's The Apprentice. I'm here to train the child. <laughs> like, oh, shit! And then that leads to, like, a... A uh, Disney Plus show about The Apprentice. Yeah. It's just called The Apprentice. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be no, no relation to the other, the other Apprentice show. Yeah, yeah, no. No, no not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I feel like a lot of people know. It. Uh, I mean, you know, it has. You know, sometimes it's called the celebrity apprentice. So yeah. you know, you can you, you distinguish it. It's, 
we're sitting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, that could be interesting way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I, you know, there's also the other possibility of Grogu not deciding to go with the Jedi instead, just wants to stick with Mando, mm-hmm. which that could be very interesting. Like a, uh, I have seen art by this, and I think it's really dumb. Like a Yoda size Mandalorian. <laughs> Yoda size Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that, that sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Just like uh, it would be kind of interesting, I guess, with, uh, if that's if that would be the direction the plot goes, uh, where Grogu decides to just stay with Mando, because mm-hmm. it definitely seems like Mando is very sort of like, no, you gotta, I can't take care of you. You got you got these force powers, all right. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn to use them and use them right. You gotta mm-hmm. be with the Jedi, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, it's like that that scene with the the, the kids trying to chase away his dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Like go, go away. You know, they trying to white fang me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, what else do you think could potentially happen? I mean, for what part? This is my spec- This is my theory that the reason because they're they're basically going for looking for the military account, right? Right. That's why they're they're taking the blood. What if this is all just for the clonage for Palpatine? Uh, the, yeah, the relate back to uh episode nine. Yeah, because that's how because because Palpatine comes back through cloning and stuff. Um, yeah, I I I do I do think that might be a possibility. Um, because it does seem like they you know they were using they were using uh uh the blood of like this force sensitive people. For some sort of experiments, mm. um, I yeah, I do think that might be like a thing that leads to that. Um, but it's like in secret and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like even, even in like some of the expanded lore, specifically talking about uh, unfortunately, they say like you can't clone a uh, Jedi; it's impossible. Can't be done. But you know, and that's part of the question of like whether or not, unfortunately, uh, too. The apprentice is whether is he a clone or not, right? I think it's on. I think it's. I think in the novelization of the book of the game, if they pretty much say he is a clone, mm-hmm. you know, I like I like the ambiguity better. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I do think. Uh, either way, I think. Uh, sort of the finale is going to be somewhat of a culmination of. Season one and two, yeah, sort of like we, we get to see a bunch of like I guess characters all like converging, especially Bo-Katan and who knows maybe Ahsoka decides to show up, uh, to help out. You mm-hmm. know, that could be interesting. I mean, I think the question is how long do we expect Mandalorian to go on? Yeah, I because I'm not like are uh, have they confirmed the season three or no? They have yet. They have been really confirmed anything. Right. I'm assuming it's definitely because of uh, the current world situation going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so they probably don't want to risk, uh, doing something or like filming. Mm-hmm. And doing stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, we will just only get two seasons. But considering, uh, just how much. People watch Disney Plus just for Mandalorian. Uh, it's entirely possible they could uh, be setting up a third one, a third season. Mm-hmm. 
and this could end in like a bit of a cliffhanger, but not really, you know. Yeah, in a uh, bittersweet ending. Yeah, like a bit. Uh, yeah, I I could see it just this season ending and sort of a bit more open ended mm-hmm. to like leave the door for season three if there needs to be. But if not, then it's kind of like a a, a decent way to tie things up, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I think that's sort of. Uh, I think for me, that's kind of where this might lead to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and we'll wait. You have to wait and see whether or not you know their Disney Plus is going to be solely relying on this show. Well, I mean, until the Marvel shows come out, and we see how they what they do. Yeah, yeah, I think the, uh, most likely. And again, I think that's also why uh, why I think the theories around like a solo Ahsoka Tano show could be mm-hmm. like really interesting to see. Because again, uh, Rosario Dawson, pretty big actress, mm-hmm. having her play. Uh, Ahsoka Tano for just one episode or maybe two. Seems kind of a waste. Seems kind of a waste. You feel like she, you know, you might negotiate to get her to do maybe her own little mini series. I mean, heck, uh, the Marvel Netflix show. She was Night Nurse for like three shows. Yeah, she was in literally like a bunch of those uh, shows. She's in like the, the first season of every show. Yeah, basically, she's just sort of running around, just sort of like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was she in season two of uh, Daredevil? No. Maybe in the beginning. Yeah, I think maybe in the beginning, but not. Yeah. But not later on, yeah. yeah but she was probably in season one. And she was so and so in season two. Uh, season one, I think one or two episodes for Jessica Jones. She was probably in Luke Cage. Yeah, she, she gets a really big role in Luke Cage. And then Iron Fist. So so, yeah. Which is gonna is one of the same grace in the show, and she was kind of in Defenders. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. She was in Defenders. She was in the first episode. I remember that. Oh, okay. I remember she was the reason why. Oh yeah, she was the reason why uh, they were able to contact. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you right. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I remember. I remember. Anyways, uh, I think that's about all we got to say for Mandalorian. Um, hopefully, we'll come back with a uh, sort of a cap to the end of the season. End of the season. Yeah, considering uh, um, yeah, considering the the next two episodes might be that are probably going to be the last two episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next episode, next next the next time we talk about Mando, it, it's probably going to be a long one. Definitely, it's probably significantly longer than. Uh, our past episodes yeah. about Mandalorian season two. Yeah, and then we'll see. Um, but then I think by the time we get back, about the new year, we'll probably be talking about um, Scarlet Witch, uh, WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. Hopefully, so, yeah. Uh, so we'll hopefully we'll talk about that. Anyways, guys, thanks for checking us out. Um, you can follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Centurions. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll be able to find our link tree that links us. To all our, our podcasting sites like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all the good stuff that's there. You'll be able to find and listen to us. Also, you can find our links to our YouTube where you can watch you know, us talk about this. You, you know, put a face to the voice and be able to you know, comment on what you think we can do or possible potential episodes. And when you're on YouTube, be sure you can send your comments. Like, subscribe, hit the bell icon. You know how it is with YouTube. Be sure to do it. Be sure to give us a follow over there. And we do have a Patreon, which means you can support us in any way possible. And if you want to do that, go for it. We're not going to 
who would happily accept those kind of donations. And well, yeah, I think that's about it. We've been uh, been doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, by the time this episode's out, we are in December. It is almost Christmas. Uh, I think as of the, as of the day of recording this, we are like twenty one days till Christmas. Are we gonna have a Christmas episode? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Uh, we're we're usually really busy around Christmas. The, the, the two last two weeks of December. Yeah, that's sort of. Uh, yeah, I guess that's we can do that sort of a uh, uh, sort of a uh, you know break for us yeah. here, um, especially because uh, just looking at it, uh, Christmas is on a Friday. So, mm-hmm. uh, usually record these. Well, uh, we won't get too specifics, but yeah. basically, we might be really busy with. Uh, so we might you might not get like a sort of Christmas themed episode from us. So you know. yeah, I want to do one, but uh, time. Yeah, time is a. Uh, She's a fickle one. Yeah. But yeah, it's been good, guys. Hope you guys are staying good. Stay safe and happy holidays.